If you are a creative in the entertainment industry looking for inspiration and practical ideas about how to take the next steps in your career, you are in the right place. My name is Rebecca Doyle and I work in film and television in Los Angeles. I learned so much from the ups and downs of the talented, innovative people surrounding me and I want to share those insights with you. Join in every other week to hear the break-in stories of people who overcame challenges and found unconventional avenues to pursue their dream careers in an industry that has no set path. Welcome to No Set Path. This is a prequel episode before we jump into our interviews to share more about the podcast and why it might be able to help you take the next steps toward your goals. My name is Rebecca. I work in the film and television industry as a producer, director, and writer. Sometimes I do one of those things on a project. Sometimes I do two or three. I predominantly work in Los Angeles, but projects have taken me around the country and around the world where I've met people I want to bring on the show. I also went to the University of Southern California School of Cinematic Arts, and I had a double major at the Annenberg School of Communication and Journalism. If you're listening to this and you work in entertainment, you know, and I'm sure you've had to explain to family members and friends that film and television is just not like other industries. In a lot of other industries, there's a clear set path for educational requirements, sometimes internship fellowship requirements, test scores to get to the end result. And even if you fail at any point on that journey, it's very clear where the track is and you just have to get back on it and keep going until you hit those desired metrics. I mean, film and TV is not like that. You know, it's a giant roller coaster for everyone from people starting out to people at the very top. And There's never a clear next right step. It's basically looking at every possible opportunity in front of you, deciding if there are opportunities you're not even seeing based on people you may know, and then strategically trying to move pieces in the right place and hope that you're prepared when the right opportunity comes along. And that can be very difficult and very daunting when it's not as standardized and structured as these other industries. So how do you figure it out? So my goal for this podcast is to provide you some practical examples. Okay, this person won this award, signed with this agency, was able to work on this show. How did they do that? How did they look at their opportunities and prepare so that they could take that next step when the time came? And for a lot of people, that doesn't even mean, what do I say when I'm in the meeting? Although we'll cover that sometimes too. It's how do I even get the meeting in the first place? How do I even get that opportunity? And it can feel so frustrating and like you can't have a lot of control over what's going on. And I think it's time to take control. I think it's time to figure out what you can start doing today to go after that desire that's on your heart to work in this creative industry because I just don't believe that that desire is there for no reason. I talk all the time about how crazy it is that filmmaking has only been around for maybe a hundred years and the earth has been around for many more than that. And of, of all the times that you could have been born, you were born into this era when this industry existed And it's even a possibility for you to begin to figure it out. I just don't think that's an accident. I don't. 
A few years ago, one of my closest friends had the opportunity to see a very high-level executive at one of the major studios speak. And during her presentation, she said that she personally answers every single email that comes to her inbox. And so my friend heard that and thought, okay, I understand the assignment. How do I get an email in your inbox? So he figured out her email and asked her if he could meet for some advice. And normally, someone of this caliber, I would expect to respond and say, you know, my schedule won't allow for that. At best, here's some tips. Thanks for your your email. But she actually said, no, why don't you come to the studio lot? We'll get you a guest pass and I'm going to sit with you for an hour in my office and answer any questions you have. And my friend, being the generous type of guy that he is, thought, you know, I'll bet more people than just myself could benefit from this conversation. I'm going to invite Rebecca. And that's how I, I got to have one of the honestly coolest conversations even to date because This executive is so, I mean, she's at the the absolute top of how far you can go in this industry. And so she was able to share some insights, but she was also so good at giving us advice that applied to our situation and our stage of life. And it wasn't always specific industry things. It was overcoming certain mentalities and self-doubt and knowing how to ask for help from collaborators and what to look for. And there's a couple of takeaways from the story. The first obviously is to be proactive, like my friend who saw that opportunity because it's not like he applied for some fellowship or competition and landed this meeting. He heard something and thought, if I take action, this might actually lead to something cool. And it did. But the other reason I bring this up is I remember coming out of that meeting and saying to my friend, wow, you know, I wish I could have recorded our conversation so that other people could hear it because you were so generous to let me sit in on this. I feel like so many more people could benefit from what she said. And he pointed out, you know, she was really unfiltered with us. She was really honest in a way that she couldn't have been if it was being recorded. And also podcasts were really, really new back then. So it didn't even occur to me to do that. But as time has gone on, my friends have careers that are really taking off. Podcasting is accessible and more relevant. I thought, you know, I am so fortunate to be surrounded by all these creative people. And I really want to record their stories and share them with people who could benefit and get some ideas about how to use steps that they took on on their journeys to forge their own paths because everyone's path is different. That's kind of the frustrating part and the beauty of this industry is the way that you're going to do it is going to be unique to you. But you can definitely get some ideas from people that got creative in their own way. So we're gonna talk to people who sent the right DM to the right person on Instagram and landed an offer in the writer's room. We're going to talk to people who have been nominated for Oscars, VMAs had their films at Sundance TIFF, the major festivals, and how they did that. And we're going to talk to people who were told that they needed to pick a lane as either a writer or a creative executive. But secretly, they did both and they did them successfully. And people who went from working minimum wage jobs to being high level executives in just a few years. But I do believe that when you hear some of these stories, the doors will start to open because you'll start to see some parallels and think, I felt that way and I knew a friend like that. And wow, that person DM'd this on Instagram, I can think of someone who's in a similar position that I could write to. And I think that you'll be able to pick and choose from each episode strategies that can work for you. And it's going to be a lot more productive than feeling like you have to figure it out all on your own or that you should have all the answers or trying to look at someone's career from 20 years down the line and make that giant jump between where you are and where you're going to be then. So the last component of this podcast that I'm super excited about is I really want this to be sort of a time capsule. And I have a time capsule segment in my episodes, which you'll see more what that's about when you listen to the episodes. But one of my favorite things to do is type 
one of my favorite director's names into Spotify and listen to every interview that director has done. And my favorite ones are not the ones they did as part of the press tour for their Academy Award nomination. My favorite ones are always the ones they did in the beginning, you know, when they were new, when they were either just starting out or had, you know, just gotten their first film into Sundance. So I love listening to those type of origin stories. And I firmly believe, I truly, truly believe that every single person I've asked to come on this podcast and will ask is just starting the beginning of their success in a really long, successful career. So I'm really looking forward to this kind of encapsulating this moment in time of their careers so that when they do have that giant award and when they are running that franchise or directing that franchise and all of those good things to come, there will be this preserved conversation of what it was like now for you to look back on because that's how you can start to see how their success is actually tangible for you. So you can actually check out our first full interview right now. It just went live at the same time as this episode. It's an interview with director Brian M. Tang, and he has so much good stuff to share. You guys, I truly believe that anyone who listens to that episode will take away something that they can immediately start applying to their own life and situation. So, so excited for you to check that out. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of No Set Path. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate it and share it with a friend, especially if you can think of someone who might benefit from the knowledge that was shared here today. You can keep up with the podcast on all social platforms at No Set Path Show or on the website at www.nosetpathshow.com. 